Patreon prize winners and a look into 2023 on episode 289 of the Actual Astronomy Podcast. I'm Chris and joining me is Shane. We are amateur astronomers who love looking up at the night sky and asking how long will our voices hold out for this episode, Shane? Yeah, we, we are now two sick amateur astronomers <laughs> fighting winter colds that we, uh, just before you hit record, you know, we were kind of chuckling about, you know, we, we picked it up basically on the same day, except we were thousands of kilometers apart and it, yeah. just, it just so happened that, uh, yeah, we're both, we're both kind of fighting something. Yeah. I think you, you mentioned, uh, yeah, that you you got it right uh, right around Christmas, and and I think I started coming down with it on Boxing Day. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been one of those one of those Christmases. Uh, not COVID. Did the we did the COVID test there, but it's just yeah. the uh, yeah. I I ended up going to the doctor. They said it was uh, viral laryngitis. So it really uh, has been impacting my voice actually more than anything else. I was told not to talk until tonight or tomorrow. So. I might even be pushing it at this. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, the fortunate thing, uh, is that prior to Christmas, we, we recorded a whole bunch of episodes and then just scheduled them to come out. So, you know, I think if we had not done that, we probably would have missed a few because I was the first week I probably was in no shape to really do any recording, but, uh, I still sound a little nasally it's in my sinuses, but in, you know, most, for the most part, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, glad glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely uh, back in the extra for me. It's just all in the all in the throat. Um, just uh, yeah, really really walloped me uh, where where it's going to hurt me the most because uh, I like to talk a lot. So <laughs> we've we've got a few Patreon supporters to thank though. Yeah, quite a few actually. Uh, again, this is uh, just because we stacked up a bunch of pre-recorded episodes, and uh, you know, a number of new folks uh, became Patreon supporters. So, uh, big thank you to Tom, Roger, Phil, Clay, Patrick, and Frank. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Um, and as always, we we like to thank all of our Patreon supporters uh, for helping us with some of the costs and evolution of the show. So, thank you very much. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. And, uh, you've all, but you're all, we're going to do the draw here in a few minutes, but you're all entered in the draw and, uh, yeah, we do really appreciate all the support we get from Patreon, uh, listeners. Uh, yeah, we've, we've kind of been taking some, some steps here. I know, uh, yeah, we're going to try to make some improvements here in the new year. I got to, yeah, I got some, some stuff that, uh, I'm looking to do to definitely help, uh, help improve things a little bit more. I got a microphone here. I got some, uh, other things that I want to do in, in the coming year. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, how were your holidays other than coming down with, <laughs> with the cold? Yeah, uh, they were okay. You know, nice and relaxing, good to be away from work. So I never, never turned that opportunity down. Nice. Did you get any, uh, observing in or anything like that? Or did you just sort of visit with family and put the telescope aside? Well, yeah, mostly visiting with family, put the telescope aside, although that was not by design. I, <laughs> I really wanted to observe as much as I could during the vacation. Um, now my little cold got in the way a little bit, but what got more in the way was just bad, bad weather. <laughs> oh yeah. It's terrible here, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It really was terrible, but I did observe, um, a couple nights ago for the first time in a while and it was awesome. It was great to be out and, uh, collecting some photons. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. How about yourself? I, uh, actually did a couple astronomy related things. Uh, I met up with our, our mutual friend there, Dave Chapman, 
Uh, he came over to my hotel. We had a we had a big storm in Nova Scotia. We had like uh, 90 to 100 kilometer hour winds, and uh, he came over that day. Um, it was like 13 degrees though above zero, so I was oh, wow. welcoming the warmth. And uh, anyway, he came over and I uh, bought him brunch, and we chatted about the the Mi'kmaq Moons book that uh, he created with uh, Kathy LeBlanc and illustrated by Loretta Gould. So. That was uh, that was kind of fun, and he gifted me a really neat little book called uh, "A Guide to the Night Sky" by Ernest uh, Beat, and it has some really nice uh, old star charts from uh, middle of the last century. So pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was able. The one thing that I really wanted to do was I wanted to to get out and do some observing with my nephews, mm-hmm. um, my oldest nephew Andrew, and and. Uh, uh, Devin and Braden uh, had uh, sort of picked up one of the telescopes that I'd sent back during the pandemic. And uh, I was really hoping we'd get out. They come over one night. I sort of picked the best night in the forecast. And of course, we were just like chasing sucker holes. But uh, we were able to hunt up Jupiter and Mars and the Pleiades and the Hyades, the Orion Nebula, all through the sucker holes uh, using one of those 80 uh, millimeter F5 refractors. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Hmm, that's awesome. It's uh, you know, this time of the year, I'm I'm always you know any any clear skies with decent temperatures where I can observe is always a bonus uh, to me. So always always enjoy it at this time of the year. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like they've been taking the scope out and they were telling me about their astronomy adventures. And uh, my oldest nephew Andrew, he he recalled me taking him down to a star party when he was about twelve, which I, I guess I kind of had somewhat forgotten but when he said it i i remembered and then uh he talked about like you know just going to the astronomy field because we went during the day and then uh you know stayed for the evening mm-hmm. and then drove home in the middle of the night because it's only like half an hour away or something and uh anyway he he just remembered like walking it into the telescope field and you know as he recalled just like seeing like a hundred telescopes set up he was pretty uh pretty blown away but uh uh, yeah, it was it was neat. I gifted my uh, my nephew Devin an RESC uh, calendar and handbook, and uh, Braden a subscription to Sky News, and and then I dropped my because these are pretty big books, and and uh, they're they're young men, but they're you know they're sort of still in elementary school kind of thing. <laughs> Excuse me, and I dropped the uh, Burnham Celestial handbooks into Braden's arms, kind of thing. It was, you know, I think they were a little overwhelmed for a sec, but I, I hope they get some some use out of them. It should be pretty good. Well, that's great. Yeah, those are those are awesome books. I love uh, the the whole set of the <clears throat> Burnham Celestial uh, handbooks. They're fantastic. Yeah, I I bought another hardcover set years ago, and then I just sort of had left those there, and not really sure what I was ever going to do with them. And you know, they're I I kind of had said they're. They're not valuable, but they're invaluable. You know, it's <laughs> so true. Yeah, I think I looked them up, and you you can get this. These soft covers are in they're in good shape. I mean, I bought them brand new, and they look like they're they, they look like like well used sort of B grade books from from like an old used bookstore or something like that. But I had bought them new, so it kind of shows how much I use them. And I gave them a copy of Will Tiran's uh, monthly star charts, and it was it was really neat. Um, to be out and, you know, Devin was telling me about observing and a raccoon coming up to him. And then, uh, you know, Braden was there and he's like working, like looking at the charts and trying to sort out the the sky. Cause they hadn't really gotten a red flashlight yet. I got to see about getting them one of those, but, uh, he was using my red flashlight and like kind of really starting to put it together, learning the night sky there. So yeah, it was pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's awesome. 
And then uh, after I got sick, I was, I, this, this virus has been very strange where I haven't really been able to sleep very well. Every time I, I lie down, I have some respiratory problems with it. But anyway, I, I couldn't sleep one night. So I got up and it was really clear. So I just uh, said, ah, oh, frigate, I'll put on my coat and binoculars, uh, grab those and hat and gloves and went outside and took a look at the leaping minnow and a Riga and M38, M36, 37, M35, the double cluster and stock two and the alpha Persei moving group. Cause they had, uh, they had sort of come down in the sky at like four o'clock in the morning, you know, still plenty dark and, uh, and sort of like the spring sky ish, I guess, like sort of early spring sky at that mm -hmm. point in time. And so that, Milky Way band above, sort of above Orion and into Auriga, um, is coming down. But at that point, it's like sitting over the North Atlantic, and and there's nothing out there at all. So it's it's a really dark part of the sky, even though we're just like half an hour away from the city. So mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it was no, that's pretty, awesome, pretty cool. When when you uh, were looking at Mars, um, one thing I noticed the other day. So I had my 80 millimeter, uh, old, old, old Tasco 10 TE. So it's, um, what is the focal length on that thing? I think 1200 millimeters. It's like an F 16, 80 millimeter. <clears throat> when I was looking at Mars though, um, like the Northern ice cap and that cloud deck that was kind of persistent, yeah. uh, was gone. I, oh. or at least I couldn't see it with that telescope. Huh. Um, and I felt like around the Southern pole, um, there may have been some cloud down there, which, yeah. um, it's kind of interesting, but I'm not sure if you were able to glimpse any of that when no. you were looking at it. No, uh, we had just, the conditions weren't very good. We put power on it though. I think we ran like a four millimeter. So we put oh, like a wow. hundred power on, yep. um, but, uh, you're close to it. And, and no, we, we could, it was just the conditions weren't that good. So unfortunately, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that sounds, I don't know. I haven't looked at uh, any recent images. I hopefully can get out here. Uh, in the next few days, once I'm feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a fun night. Like, um, you know, I looked at Mars for a little while. Sirtis major was quite prominent. Um, it kind of reminded me, you know, when we were looking at Venus a lot and there's sort mm. of that V shaped cloud. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Sirtis major just, I don't know, just with the aperture and the size of Mars, which is shrinking quite a bit. Yeah. Sort of reminded me a little bit of those, uh, v uh Venus cloud decks that we've mm. seen before. Um, and then I was lucky too that night, uh, Io was doing a, a shadow transit <clears throat> and it's one of those, like, I haven't seen a shadow transit actually in quite a while. Um, just because again, conditions here just have not been good for this planetary season, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it, it always surprises me, uh, just how big those shadows are, you know, when there is a Galilean moon transit, it's, um, it's just so prominent. It was, it was fun to watch that. And then also watch kind of IO approach the limb and then, you know, move across the face of the disc of, of Jupiter. Although I wasn't, <clears throat> I wasn't able to discern IO once it uh, reached the face of Jupiter, but it was neat to watch it approach. It was, uh, mm. it was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I looked at M45 for a little bit and the Hyades for a little bit. And then, uh, and that was about an hour. And I said, that's enough. I'm going to go in and blow my nose because <laughs> cold was starting to bug me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you on that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, for me, it's been all just in the throat. So pe people can probably still hear it. This has been like this for 10 days now. <laughs> so I really can't wait to get my old voice back. It comes now. My voice will come and go, right? This is about average right now. So, 
So hopefully that's great though. That's great. You get some, some observing in, I, I think it is supposed to get reasonably warm towards the end of the month. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get to, we got something to talk about people be interested in there, but maybe, maybe we should just, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a bright comet, but let's talk about the, uh, the prize winners. Let's, yeah. let's do, do the results of our draw here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So what we did is, um, we have a list of all of our Patreon supporters I think and all of have... our supporters. Cause we have a couple other folks there too. So I think we, we put them all in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's over 60. And then what I did is like, they're all in a spreadsheet. And then I just ran a random number generator. And, um, we, we drew seven different names because we have five of, uh, RASC observer handbooks and two calendars to give away. Yep. Um, so do you want me to list the, or read the names out here, Chris? Yeah. So are we going to do the handbooks first and then the last two people get calendars? Sure. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll we'll do that. So the first we're going to do, I think I think we had about se- I think we had well we had quite a few people join us for Patreon. Really appreciate that. Um, we've got s- just over sixty people who are Patreon supporters now, and we're giving away seven things. So that's like a better than a ten percent chance of winning. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> there we go. So first off here, so yeah, the first five names here will have uh, Observer Handbooks sent to them. Uh, so Gene Fish, uh, Ryan McKee. Mark Tweedy, Lee Simpson, and Josh Napke. Congratulations. Uh, you all will have uh, observer handbooks uh, coming your way once we get your addresses. So congratulations. Um, and then for the calendars, uh, two calendars to give away, uh, and those will go to Neil Cox and Bob Allen. Um, congrats to you two for those. Um, you know, all are great uh, resources for your observing and in, uh, in the coming year. And really the observer's handbooks um, are, are something that can be a bit of a reference for a while beyond, even though, you know, it's an annual release. Um, some of the information in there is uh, just kind of handy to have around all of the time. So uh, it'll be a, a good book on the shelf for, for you. Yeah. And thanks so much everybody for supporting us. Um, yeah, there are some expenses to do in this. I was saying for a while, I think we're breaking even. There's no way I'm breaking even now, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We get some, we get some big plans for the year we were talking about. Um, yeah. Having some guests and everything else, but yeah, thanks so much for everybody for supporting us. We do really appreciate it. So Shane, what, uh, what sort of plans do we have on the go? We've got a few guests. Uh, I think we're talking about doing some special things. Do we want to give any of that away or? Uh, yeah, go ahead if you, if you want, um, up to you, uh, or if you want to wait to, to announce it later on. Yeah. I think we're going to, we're going to try to do a live recording in, uh, in February. So just starting to work on that now. And, uh, I think Dave Chapman, uh, we're going to chat to him about coming in and, and doing a, a quasi sort of seasonal, uh, episode with us every season, I think maybe for a little while should be fun. And, uh, yeah, just uh, gonna try to be improving a few things, like uh, kind of settling in. You know, we've been doing this almost three years now, and I'm gonna sort of dedicate some, finally dedicating some equipment to it, and getting getting my office here set up a little bit more for podcasting than just for you know dropping my junk and everything else around. And mm-hmm. so yeah, it should be pretty good. Yeah, pretty excited for 2023. Yeah, me too. And I'm hoping you know we've talked about it a few times of doing uh, some sort of like a live 
well, not live release, but like we would record us observing and, you know, we've, we've kind of had a couple starts and it didn't really work out and I'm hoping we can make it happen this coming year. Cause I think that would be kind of a, a fun extension uh, of the podcast. Well, I got to tell you this, Shane, you, you don't know this because, um, something really bad happened when we last recorded it. Um, our last recording that we did last year was with uh, Brian Ventrudo and and it yep. was uh, it was a great conversation we actually had oh man I think we had half a dozen or more uh, emails from from folks and um you know just saying how much they enjoyed that uh, podcast and we really enjoyed talking to Brian as well um but I had a lot of technical trouble um actually getting the recording up and running that day and so I actually had to end up using the uh the method that i was thinking that we would use for remote recording in the field oh yeah and so i proved out that concept really quick so oh. when i was kind of scrambling around you guys heard me kind of you know uh mouthing around under my breath um that's what i was doing is actually set that up and recorded that on my cell phone <laughs> so okay and it was totally fine like nobody wrote and complained about bad audio or anything and i was just like Oh, this is going to be a disaster, but, uh, I think it turned out okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. And I think, uh, I think we're getting closer to making that type of episode a reality. Yeah. So the way that I did that one, <laughs> we can, we can definitely record in the field now. That's no problem at all. <laughs> awesome. I'm <laughs> excited for that. Yeah. So, so am I, so I, I wasn't looking to, to test that out, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> And you were telling me we got this is sort of news for for you know breaking news. I feel like we should have like do, 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 do. <laughs> what's what's the breaking breaking news? So we've talked about this comet for a little while. C twenty twenty two E three ZTF. Um, it it was a, a comet that was expected to be bright, and it was forecasted for basically all of twenty twenty two that it would be happening around now. And, you know, some good news to report is it is brightening and it's brightening quite quickly. Um, it looks like it's probably around magnitude seven is some of the recent, um, uh, measurements that have been taken. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is getting quite bright, but what's probably maybe a touch more exciting is the initial forecast for this comet was that it would reach magnitude five. Uh, that forecast has been readjusted and now it's expected to reach magnitude four, four uh, by the yeah. end of the month here, which is outstanding. So um, now this is uh, this is primarily, I think, a northern hemisphere target or it, will it is. Yeah, I was yeah. I was looking at because you mentioned it. I it sort of had gotten off my uh, my radar with everything with Christmas and such. But I know you've you've been kind of following this one along. I tried to find a long time ago. I, I couldn't way, way back when it was a little bit fainter. Um, but it's coming up through corner Borealis, uh, right now. And then it's gonna, uh, towards the end of the month, uh, pass up in through Draco and, and, uh, and sort of the, I think maybe it's in the top part of Ursa major or something like that. So basically if you, if you drew a line between, um, Alcade and whatever that end tail star is in Draco, you would uh, you would land on the comet. It's actually going to go. By, oh, I don't have my astronomy software on this computer, but uh, it's going to go right by that end star in uh, in Draco on the twenty third slash twenty fourth, and that's about when it's going to be bright. And I think that should be about 
that should be right on about new moon. So, I mean, the, the stars are aligning. No, the, the moon and planets are aligning solar system objects to that. That's going to be pretty good. So yeah, it's Northern hemisphere for sure. Sorry, uh, Wade and uh, Felipe, and the list goes on and on for Southern Hemispheric observers. But you guys can go out and look at uh, Ekrina and, and uh, <laughs> enjoy that that night. Yeah, for sure. So if anybody has observing reports of this comet, comet we would love to hear about it. And, um, <clears throat> you know, if this is something that you haven't looked at yet, um, definitely get it on your list because this could become quite an event here in a, in a week or two or a few weeks anyway, um, if everything works out right. And, you know, if this forecast is hit, um, that'll be a, a pretty cool naked eye comet. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, sounds good, Shane. Uh, I think my voice is sort of getting, uh, getting to the end here of what I can do, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you're, 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 uh, you're welcome to freewheel here. <laughs> um, I probably should blow my nose. So this might be a good time to, sound to wrap it up and, uh, we'll get back to it on Sunday for some more episodes, I guess. Yeah. I think uh, we should be good by then. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you had a, had a good Christmas. Uh, I think it's funny that we both got colds almost simultaneously and, uh, yeah, happy new year to, to all the listeners. Thanks to our Patreon supporters and everybody for listening. As Shane mentioned, please send us your Christmas observing reports to actualastronomy at gmail.com. Thanks again. Thank you everyone for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you are interested in more information, would like to contact us, or if you would like to support the podcast, check out our website, actualastronomy.com. <laughs>